Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. -er. You're looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. Then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. Welcome to the Sensory Love Masterclass. I am so excited. Thank you all for joining me. I'm just going to give everybody a minute to hop on. Um, so just a little bit of what to expect. I have a little presentation for you all. We're going to be diving into the nervous system, into the senses, and then I'm also going to leave some time for a little Q&A at the end. So I guess a little intro about me. So my name's Kelsey. Um, for anybody who's new, I am an occupational therapist. I specialize in sensory processing. I am also a very proud, proud ADHDer. So proud to be ADHD. Also, SPD, sensory processing disorder. And I am from Atlanta, Georgia. So to start us off, we're going to play that whole, um, the put a finger down. Um, so it's going to be sensory style, nervous system style. So put a finger down if you've ever felt like you were going to explode sometime in your life. Put a finger down if your eyes have ever felt tired whenever you're working or studying, if you ever felt overwhelmed, if you ever felt restless, like you need to be doing something, like where it's just like you feel like you can't sit still, you can't be bored, you just got to be doing something you've ever felt overwhelmed in a busy place, you don't want to be alone with your thoughts, if you ever feel like you need to be disassociating or just like not listening to your thoughts, either distracting via social media, via watching something on TV, via socializing, anything to kind of distract you from your own thoughts. Put a finger down if you ever felt like you just have racing thoughts and that they're just like moving so, so, so fast, faster than you can keep up with and you can't turn them off. Put a finger down if you've ever said something that you didn't mean to someone or if a sound or somebody's voice has ever annoyed you. You ever felt like giving up at anything? You ever beat yourself up over something not being perfect? Put a finger down, last one, if you've ever felt out of control or overwhelmed. So I know for me, I had yet yeah, I had no more fingers either. Every single one of those, those are something that have I've experienced many, many, many times. And so what the similarities between all of those are all of those are signs of a dysregulated nervous system. And so I know for a lot of us, when we think dysregulated nervous system, we might just think like impulsivity, hyperactivity. We think more of like those like ADHD symptoms, but really they're all those different signs of a dysregulated nervous system. It can be a lot more subtle. There's a lot more variations than we realize. We all, everybody experiences dysregulated nervous system. And so the one thing to know about all of this too is, Every single thing we do throughout the day, everything is impacted by the state of our nervous system. And so by this too, and not just a little bit, it's not just a little impacted by our nervous system. It is a lot impacted. We don't realize just how important our nervous system is. However important you think our nervous system is, 
multiply that by a million. Just every single thing we do from except for sleep, but even then sleep is impacted by our nervous system state because if our nervous system is dysregulated, it's going to make it even harder to sleep and harder to get that deep level of sleep. It's all impacted by our nervous system. Our nervous system is so, so, so important. So just like if you look at things that our society thinks is just like so important things that of course the nervous system is starting to get on the radar, or thankfully, finally, it's been a long time coming, but you know, society is always prioritizing, you know, things like our looks, whether in school, it's just like math, social studies, relationships, social media, handwriting, And as an OT, I know I have um, some more OTs on here too. That is one of the things that is so frustrating to me is even just like how the amount of attention as an occupational therapist that we have to put on handwriting and just all these things that society prioritizes when we are forgetting the most important thing that affects all of those things that greatly impacts all of those things. And that is our nervous system the state of our nervous system is going to impact our digestion. Our state of our nervous system is going to impact our learning, how, how our, our memory. Um, so when our, we're trying to remember everything, all of that, all of that is greatly impacted by our nervous system. The way we move, the way we communicate, every single thing is greatly impacted by our nervous system. But even more so than that, And I know a lot of people like nervous system is like a big buzzword right now that we're hearing about all the time, like this regulated nervous system activity, which I absolutely love. I'm not hating on that at all. I love to see everybody talking about it. But the one thing that I see that gets forget a lot of times um, is that it's at the beginning of our nervous system is our senses. So our senses are the messengers of our nervous system. So how we get that nervous system state That all is based off of our senses. Our senses is what sends that information to our nervous system, which then that impacts the state of our nervous system, whether that's the rest or digest nervous system state or whether that's the fight or flight, fawn freeze nervous system state. So that's why our senses are so, so important. And so what happens when we start living in sensory lifestyle, doing things to strengthen our nervous system, to strengthen our senses, what happens is that positively impacts everything. I call this like the positive nervous system effect, because when we strengthen our nervous system and our senses, all of those different things, it impacts, it helps us be more motivated, which you think if you're more motivated, it's going to be easier to do those everyday tasks, our work, just everything. It helps us have more daily energy. It helps us have improved memory, better sleep, less anxious. It strengthens our immune systems. It helps us have improved boundaries, less restless, more focused, we're happier, less sensory triggered, um, faster turnarounds. So think just like transitioning back and forth from different things, faster turnarounds and transitions easier, less depressed. And I have, um, and I know if you're on Instagram, you can't see the slides, but in very big words, um, bold words, the biggest words, it's more confident which is so, so such a big part and something that is a huge part of sensory therapy is more confident. So just think about like what would happen if we gave more attention and put more effort into our nervous systems. 
So maybe you're wondering, or maybe you're asking too, like, why doesn't society care about our senses and our nervous system? And like, why is nervous system health one of the most neglected health problems? And like, if you think about it, like, just within like the five, the last five years or so, has it like really, maybe it's TikTok that's helped that or reels or different things that's helping it kind of get on everybody's radar. But why are people just starting to talk about this? Because as a society, we are realizing that when it comes to nervous system health, when it comes to anxiety, all of those different things, the approach that we're taking, it's not working. The approach that we've been taking as a society for a long time, like we're realizing, okay, we got to change things up. Like this is just not working. And so just looking at some statistics. So 25% of the population experiences mental illness. And so this is, um, and on the slides, I have this copy and paste it. And this is um, from Project Hope 2. And also just the fact that it says mental, mental illness. If you think about the word illness, I know all of, like that negative connotation that just gives this sense of like hopelessness with the word. I know when I first had um, like with ADHD, I knew for a long time, I felt that word illness, that word disorder had this effect that I like didn't realize at the time, but just looking at how greatly that impacted me, impacted my motivation, impacted my confidence. I went for so long, like really thinking that there was something wrong with me. And with that word and with that connotation and how society kind of views it, it creates this hopelessness that comes with it. Which then again, like other research shows that like two thirds of those who have mental conditions also don't receive treatment. And so I know there's a lot of different reasons why that number is so high. Um, Like for me personally, like I had a lot of like that when it came to ADHD, there's one just the only help out there was just medication. That was like the only thing out there. Or also when I did do therapy too, it would be like talk therapy. And I was like, okay, yes, this is very helpful. And I'm a huge, huge advocate for talk therapy. I'm absolutely not talk therapy, what I'm about to say too. But like, I just felt like there was something missing because they weren't addressing the nervous system. They weren't addressing the body, which if you, when we get into looking at the nervous system, the different parts of the nervous system, you can't just focus on the mind. You can't just focus on our thoughts and leave out the body. That's what makes that was what really separates sensory therapy from everything else. And really just like a lot of new therapy approaches coming out are including this component. This is how another reason why society was doing it all wrong is because we were just focusing on the mind and leaving out the body, even though all of this was happening inside of our nervous system, inside of our body. So just like quick question, um, can anybody like name the parts of our nervous system? And if not, that's totally okay. I know that's something that I, um, beforehand, before learning about any of this, I knew the word nervous system, but like knew the very basics. And let's see. So of course we have our nerves. So that's one. So in our central nervous system, yep. So vagus nerve, that's one of my favorite nerves. So yep, we have all those nerves that connect our central nervous system and our peripheral nervous system. So we have our brain, we have our spinal cord, we have our sensory organs. So those are like the big four. So like nerves, brain, 
um, our nerves, brain, spinal cord, and our sensory organs. So our senses are a big part, part of that. And all of these are connected. And so a lot of what we work on doing in sensory therapy is getting all of these kind of turned on working together. There's different different things that we can do to help really strengthen the nervous system. So they're all connected and working smoothly, working. Yep. Skin is a sensory organ. Exactly. And so um, I got a little sidetracked. Okay. So back to my stats. So also with this, um, those who have different mental conditions are two times more likely to face other health challenges, whether cardiovascular, metabolic diseases. We all know stress um, is like a huge or huge indicator of, and or sorry, stress is a huge, like increased risk for disease and all these other things happening internally. And so just another reason why addressing that nervous system at its core um, is so, so important. And so just more so what is really wrong about our approach to whether it's anxiety or our approach to anything that's happening internally in our nervous system is that one, our first one is that we view conditions one as an illness, like I mentioned earlier, which perpetuates that feeling of hopelessness and that there's not really anything that we can do with it. Also, um, we're always looking for that band-aid approach, that quick fix, which is why medication is so big. And that's why a lot of times I know I've been prescribed antidepressants, I've been described um, stimulants, I've been described anti-anxiety medication, lots of different things. A lot of times that, or at least in my experience, and I've heard with many, many others, the first thing we turn to is medication because it's that quick fix. It's that kind of band-aid approach. Um, But realizing after going on these medications and being like, okay, this helps a little, but it's not getting at the core. It's not getting to the root. And also the lastly, the last kind of mistake that we're making as a society is that treatment is prioritized over prevention. So that is why I talk about and I'm always proposing a sensory lifestyle, not just like a sensory treatment kind of thing. It's really making it a lifestyle of nourishing our nervous system. And so what sets sensory therapy apart and what I think we need to really change and what I want everybody to know is one, ADHD, anxiety, all of these, it's not an illness. It's absolutely not an illness. It is a difference. And that is a lot of what we do inside when working with my kids, when inside sensory therapy retreat, when working with adults is to really help rewire that limiting belief, rewire the way we view ADHD, that we view all of this and really seeing it that for what it is. And that is simply a difference And that is something to be celebrated, to unmask, to really get clear on who we are before society imposes all these different things on us. And then also, um, instead of using that Band-Aid approach, that quick fix approach, using a holistic approach that gets to the root, which is the dysregulated nervous system, that gets to the root, which is our self-esteem, all of these things that have such a huge impact instead of just trying to find that quick fix approach, which I also do want to add in here. I am not against medication. I'm definitely not against medication, but I'm against relying solely on medication and ignoring everything else happening on internally inside the nervous system. So getting to the root cause, 
our nervous system, working on strengthening our nervous system, and then also emphasizing lifestyle changes. So not just, okay, do this and then one time and then you're good, um, but really making it a lifestyle to really have the most, like the maximum benefits, the maximum effects. Okay, so I have five quick tips for you today for just things that I want you to know about our senses in our nervous system. And so the first thing is that our senses in our nervous system have needs. So maybe you've heard me say like sensory needs before, and they have all of these different needs when we do evaluations as an occupational therapist. Why we do those evaluations are for helping identify those needs. And so that is a big part of what I do inside my programs um, that really takes, I wish I could get into all and let you know exactly what your needs are today, but I'll still have some really good takeaways for you today too. But just remembering that our nervous system needs nourishment, just like our body, how we view, like when it comes to nutrition and all of those things, how our body needs nourishment, our nervous system needs nourishment. Kind of like how we want to eat foods with lots of vitamins and all those different things. There's different activities and certain things to do for our nervous system to help strengthen our nervous system, to help nourish it, to keep it running strong. And then also with that is the same. Another way of looking at that is just viewing it as our nervous system, our senses. It needs love. We need to love our nervous system. And because we as a society have really been neglecting our our nervous system for so long by just like prioritizing all of these different things and kind of just leaving it to the wayside. Like we rely on our nervous system for everything. Like our nervous system and our senses are like so, so worthy of love. They work so hard for us. They deserve some nourishment for everything it, it does for us to keep us alive. So the second thing to know about our senses and our nervous system is there is a lot more to our senses than the big five. So like if you think when people hear like the five major senses, a lot of people will think like the sight, taste, touch, hear, smell. But those are like the basic, those are the basic senses. Like we have other really super important senses. And really the main reason that those have been considered like the five major senses is those are like the ones, those are the big ones that you can kind of see, you know, like with kids doing all those kind of like the little sensory activities when we're teaching the different sense or senses. And it's like, you can see your eyes, you can see your nose. It's all right here. It's easy to see. We have some other hidden senses that you can't see that is a little bit more complicated, not super complicated. And there's an easy way of understanding and nourishing and doing all those different things. But um, like our vestibular sense, our proprioceptive sense, our interoception sense, all of those are way more important than those senses. Not saying that those senses aren't important. They're still very important. But just also knowing that there is more to our sensory systems and nervous system than just like those basic ones. And then also with that, if you think of like sensory plagues, kind of like why, yes, sensory bins are amazing. But to really, my view, sensory play is a lot more different than just simply getting out like a little sensory bin and doing all of those. Like, yes, that's absolutely amazing. But there's even more sensory strengthening kind of activities. Um to do that you see us do as like pediatric OTs during our sessions. Then in the program, I teach like easy home, like sensory stress. So just knowing all the different and really just how our senses work, all the different senses, how the nervous system is connected, all those different things. It's super, super important to know. 
Um, so number three is that uh, sensory therapy is less complicated than you think. So I added that one right after number two, because I know that with that, you can feel a little bit overwhelming, but I know I definitely was as an OT going in and looking at sensory processing therapy and just taking my, like my first neuroscience class and just like doing all of those, like definitely, but there is a practical, actionable and transformational approach still that breaks it down, that makes it easy, that teaches you what is the most important and like what you really need to know, like leave it for um, like, yes, if you want to go in and take those in-depth classes, I am obviously obsessed with it and love learning everything and anything, but still to get the benefits and to understand it, you don't need to be an occupational therapist. You don't need to be a neuroscientist. You don't need to be a doctor. You can still, you absolutely can become a sensory expert per se or become sensory trained and still, you know, bring that all of those benefits of a sensory lifestyle to your life. Um, and so again, with that, I know occupational therapy services, and this was like one of the main things that I realized as an occupational therapist, or as an occupational therapist working with kids, um, that when I first started working with kids and trying to teach parents everything I know, um, was just like, okay, there's so much that I want to teach. And then especially you become limited during OT sessions to really learn, but just for parents to re- also know that you don't have to rely on OT services. Like if you think about, we spend like one hour a week, maybe if you're lucky, like a couple hours a week, but the benefits come from making it a lifestyle. And this is no matter your age too. I know that when it comes to adults, there is very limited services out there, opportunities out there for adults to receive sensory therapy services. Um, I really think that this is going to, it's, I'm seeing it change already. And I think similar to somatic therapy that you're about to see that changing for adults, something that I'm super excited about, but getting sidetracked a little bit. Okay. So back on track to number four. And so a lot of sensory therapy is learning and living a sensory lifestyle is learning how to listen to our nervous systems. So our nervous system will tell us what it needs if we start listening. But the thing is, is a lot of sensory therapy is learning how to speak our nervous system's language. So that is a lot of what I teach inside my course. I have a little warm up for you to kind of help you start learning our nervous system's language. But it's so interesting. One of my favorite things was when I was first learning about sensory integration, like sensory processing therapy. One, seeing all the kids, how they naturally do all of these things that are regulated. Like thinking back to when I was a child and how I did all of these things and try to like seek out these activities that were regulating and strengthening to my, our bodies. So it's really just one, knowing what nourishes our nervous system. And by then, um, once we learn how to nourish our nervous system, what our, sense, our senses and nervous system needs, we can start really speaking our nervous system language and start being able to listen and understand what it's trying to say better. So I hope that made sense. I know that was a little bit confusing, but okay. So number five, and this one's a fun one. So get familiar with your feeling of understimulated and overstimulated. And so by this, I know maybe you've heard that before. Maybe you've seen this before. Um, And by this, I mean this to like get really, really deep with it. Don't just stay on the surface level with like, okay, I'm overstimulated. Okay, I'm understimulated. 
I want you to get really familiar with what that looks like or for your child, what that looks like when they're overstimulated and when they're understimulated. So you can start off by maybe just ranking this or rating it on like a scale of zero to 10. So maybe just like taking a moment now to think like, where would you rate your nervous system state on a scale from zero to 10 with zero being very understimulated. So if you feel like your engine's running slow, you're moving slow, you're tired, don't feel a ton of energy to 10 being overstimulated. So lots of energy feeling very restless in your body. So like, where would you rate that um, on a scale from zero to 10, how you're feeling right now? And have a little activity to show, um, to help you understand this a little bit more. And this is one that I'll do for kids too. So like for older kids, I'll use the zero to 10 scale. For younger kids, I will use more like, is your engine running slower? Or is your engine running um, running faster? Um, just use different examples to help them become more aware of their nervous system state. Because becoming more aware and practicing this um, I see kids all the time advocating for themselves and being like, okay, I need to move my body. It helps them become more aware of what their nervous system needs, helps them become more aware of what their, their nervous system's voice, what their nervous system's trying to tell them. And then also for you. So I have like two little activities. So get your number, rate it in your head. So for me, I am feeling very regulated. I always do a lot of regulating activities before going live or in my groups too. I'm feeling good. So I'm definitely in the just right. I would say I'm more overstimulated just because I have one this very bright light in front of me and I'm live with you all. So I would put mine at like a 6.5 right now. Okay. So the first thing we are going to do, and then I'll do this with kids too, have them to help them become more aware of how their engine can change or how their um, stimu sensory stimulation can change. So the first thing we're going to do is going to um, do something for when to do when you're understimulated. So if you're feeling very um, overstimulated right now, I recommend maybe just hanging back. I don't want to um, create too much overwhelm for you. But what we're going to do, I recommend doing this with me so you can feel it because really feeling it helps you to Take that understanding to a whole nother level. So spinning five times both ways and then standing on one leg. And then it says one minute jumping jacks. We're just going to do 10 and then hang upside down. So spin five times both directions. Um, super important. Make sure to do it both ways. Um, stand on one leg for 10 seconds. Jumping jack, 10 jumping jacks. Hang upside down for 10 seconds. Okay. So I'm going to do it with you. Um, I sometimes in the kids, if you have a roller chair, this is a fun one to do the spinning. Um, that I'll do sometimes too. Okay, so we're gonna just spin five times. We're not gonna do too crazy. I don't want to too overstimulating. And then make sure to go back the other way, the same amount of times. And then we're gonna stand on one leg, which I know. Be careful after all of that vestibular input. Make sure you're near something for you to grab on. And then we're gonna follow up with 10 jumping jacks. And this one, a little bilateral brain stimulation. If you're not able to jump, maybe you can just do a little one of these taps like this. Okay, I think that was 10. And then we're gonna hang upside down, finish with some deep pressure. And you can just feel that deep pressure and then help integrate all of that sensory input. 
Okay. So for that, do you feel more overstimulated? Did that bring you up higher from what you were rate um, before? I know that was just a super quick one. I also want to show that when it comes for doing sensory activities, it doesn't need to be so fancy. It doesn't need to be, you know, so complicated as you may see during pediatric OT. Like I know we get some very complicated and all these different activities, but it can also be quick, um, quick, easy kind of sensory integrating activities. Um, so that was the first one. I'm a little over breath, a little bit more overstimulated. So the next one to do just these are just to show you quick little sensory activities where you can help kind of get more aware of your nervous system state and the different levels and how you have control over that too and so a lot of what we do inside my program is giving you lots of different tools to help you regulate your nervous system to help you get super more familiar um, with your nervous system states what that looks like for you like if you think about your level of awareness of your nervous system state like my goal throughout my programs, whether I'm with your child or with or in my adult program too, is to help take that nervous system awareness from like being like familiar level two to like super familiar, like super uh, level 10. Like I'm so aware of like every little thing, like those little changes um, have just gotten super familiar, built that relationship with my body, my sensory nervous system. Okay, so the next one, we're going to do a quick one. Um, just to do when we're overstimulated is we are going to do um so I want to do I'm going to actually change it up so here I know on the thing I have close your eyes 21 deep breaths body scan instead what I want to do is I want to do um so some lateral lateral eye exercises so moving your eyes from side to side so if you think about it, because I know all of you all are on a screen right now, we have, we spend so much time each day looking at a very small visual field. So whether it's on your phone, whether it's on our computer, we spend all this time just like zoned in on the small visual field compared to if you think like back in the day before technology, before we spent so much time at a desk and all those different things. Our eyes are moving back and forth everywhere, doing all these different things. And then also when we do that, it also um, stimulates both sides of our brain to get it working together. So we are just going to, for the sake of time, we'll just do 30, we'll do 20, 21 um, eyes are 22 from left to right. So just like with me, just from the side. One thing you'll notice too is like the more overstimulated you are, the harder this is to do. So really quick exercise. I lost track of my, I'm gonna guess. We'll just have, we'll do a couple more. Okay, so do that with me. And then I just want you to close your eyes and do just a quick body scan. And so just close your eyes and I just want you to notice any tension in your body. And so just something that we don't do too often is just kind of check in with our bodies. We spend so much time in our thoughts, not really spending like purposeful time checking in with our senses, checking with our body, listening to it, seeing what it needs. And so just starting at the top of your head, scanning down, seeing if you feel any tension in your eyes, maybe just relaxing your eyes. Do they feel heavier? Moving down your ears. Just relaxing in your jaw, your mouth, 
your tongue's on the top of your mouth, maybe just release, let it relax so you're just feeling heavier in your body, feeling more deep pressure in your body, more proprioceptive input in your body, moving down in your neck, feeling if you feel any tension, maybe just doing some gentle neck rolls in both directions just to help release some of that tension. Moving down in your shoulders, a place where a lot of us hold a lot of tension, a lot of stress. I know that's where I keep a lot of my stress. And just moving down in your arms, relaxing your arms, relaxing your back, releasing all that tension. Down to your feet, down your legs. Releasing any tension in your feet and your toes so it just feels heavy. You feel the ground underneath you. And you can just gently open back up your eyes if you're doing that with me. And so now going back, checking in and rating your nervous system. And did that go down for you at all? How did that feel? Just to spend some time nourishing, giving our senses some love, giving your nervous system some love. So little approaches just helping build that sensory awareness and that's a lot of what we do as OTs and I have other OTs here with me um and then also just inside the program just giving you tools to help increase that sensory awareness and to help figuring out what your unique sensory needs are and what your child's sensory needs are to help become more aware of your nervous system. And because the more you do this, the more you're going to build that relationship with your nervous system. And as you build that um, relationship with your nervous system, you're going to be able to know what it needs, be able to listen to it better and um, strengthen, ultimately strengthen your nervous system and help to more regulate, to change your nervous system's baseline out of that dysregulated nervous system state. So lastly, um, before we get to the Q&A, I do want to answer some questions at the end too, but I have two programs. So these are my only two programs that I do. Um, So I have Century Life Academy. That is my signature program that started Last year, we're on our fifth round of Sensory Life Academy. This will be the last one of the year. So Sensory Life Academy is a four-week program for kids and parents. And so it is a lot, a lot of fun. So I know you're probably, maybe you're wondering if you've been around, like, oh, that used to be a three-month program. Like, what happened? So Sensory Life Academy used to also have the kind of curriculum that's included for Sensory Therapy Retreat. Um, which is my program, my second program, which is for adults. So now it's split in two. So when you sign up for one, you get access to the replay of the other. So that's why it still ends up balancing out and being the same. But Sensory Life Academy is a four-week live program. So we will meet each week. I will be able to answer all your questions. Um, I will teach you everything that you need to know about sensory therapy. And more importantly is I will be giving you that step-by-step guides of how to exactly what to do with your child um, every day to help regulate their nervous system, to figure out exactly what their nervous system needs are, how to help with things like hyperactivity, impulsivity, whatever, if they're having any specific sensory triggers, whether that's sleeping, dressing, 
eating, all of those different things. We have some amazing also guest experts um, that will be on there too as well. Um, like the AD or the ADHD dietitian, we have autism dietitian Britton, who's amazing. We have autism consultant Molly, who's on there. Um, we have Lindsay, uh, the Mindful as a Mother podcast, and also child or child therapist, who's also on there. It is a lot of fun. I just I love 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 doing live programs. I was working full time. This is the first school year where I'm working part time. And so being able to do live sessions each week and to meet and to see everybody's face and get to know everybody is something that I love. And I think is so special just being able to be surrounded by community, being able to learn from each other, from questions that everybody else is asking, whether that's in the Facebook group or whether that's live in the program. So it is a really, really special experience. So if you have any questions about that um if you want to know if that's you think it will be a good fit for your child specifically dm me um and we can chat and then also i have a special announcement too if you sign up today you will also get um a sensory superpower box with lots of sensory toys we'll be able to um get that if you sign up today from my dear friend tequila who is also sensory life academy alumni um, and so you will also be able to get that if you sign up today. And also, oh, another announcement to you for sensory therapy retreat, my program for adults. Um, so that is a six week program. My first sensory therapy retreat group is actually graduating uh, next week, which is crazy. I'm not ready to say goodbye to them yet. Um, but yeah, so the next round of sensory therapy will treat will be in November. And so you can also join the wait list, um, to receive notifications of when that opens up. That's also just a super special experience where in both programs, we dive into sensory therapy, we dive into somatic therapy, which is really just a subtype of sensory therapy too, but a mix of those both. So if anybody has any questions, I know I went pretty quickly. I know I covered a lot of different things. So if you have any questions, I'm going to scroll back and see if I missed any. Thank you all so much for joining. It seriously means so much for me. I know just taking time out of your busy schedules to meet with me. Um, I so, so appreciate you all. And okay, so I have what ages? So it is for two and up, it's so helpful to know before, but when it comes to those specific sensory activities that I give you, um, give you and that I teach you how to do those daily things, it is designed for kids 2 to 12. And then for kids 13 plus, I recommend their parents going through the program Sensory Therapy Retreat instead. Um, so I have my three-year-old seems to have sensory issues triggered by anxiety, fear. So it's not always there, but that's when I see fight or flight responses. So yet when it comes to sensory issues and anxiety, they are extremely intertwined. And that's why, yes, that's what I see with a lot of my kids. Um, and especially like at school kind of sensory triggers that will be triggered that you'll see at school that you don't necessarily see at home where they feel safer and their nervous system feels more secure. Um, but yes, there's a huge overlap or time. And I forgot to add this program is for anyone who experiences any kind of dysregulated nervous system um, symptoms. This can be for 
um, anybody with ADHD, anxiety, OCD, PTSD, autism, any of those, or any and all, all of those two. Um, yay, thank you. I'm so happy you all enjoyed this class. Thank you. Okay, I definitely want to start just doing a little more live, Insta, getting on Instagram live more. Um, I definitely, yay, I am calmer. I was overstimulated coming into this. That was so nice. Yay. Um, yay. Okay. Do I know of any herbs or holistic ways I'm not able to exercise? So yes, we have a lot when it comes to strengthening the nervous system. There are a lot of different ways. So it's not just like a one exercise. It's kind of depending on where exactly you're at. It's finding everybody's nervous system is different. So there's a lot of different approaches. So for that, I would recommend, I would really recommend sensory therapy retreat just to talk about it more. Um, it's kind of broad depending on what exactly sensory needs and nervous system means. Um, I wish I could get into it more. I can do maybe like a, a quick part two or different things too. I also have a lot more information on my podcast. If you haven't listened to Let's Get Sensory Podcast, I would recommend that one. But thank you all. So for the what time do we meet weekly? I don't know off the top of my head, but the time is on my website. So if you go to the website for Sensory Life Academy, I think it's sensorytherapist.org slash sensory life. Hi, all the way from Greece. That's amazing. Wow. Sorry, I got distracted. So what time it's on there. If you scroll down, there's like frequently asked questions. And if you like hit the little arrow on the frequently asked questions, um, you'll see the times. I have the times listed out. And so one thing to know with the times too, and then I do this for all my rounds. I did this for sensory therapy retreat. The times that you'll see are the scheduled times, but I usually end up adding more times to make sure that everybody can attend a live session um, at least once. So those times um, at minimum, there'll likely be more times than that available. And so that will kind of depend. We vote once we start. And then the website is sensorytherapist.org. I'll type it in really quickly. If anybody has any other questions. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I have a little bit of time after this session. I am right now actually going to open up and just for the Zoom group. If you are not in the Zoom group, check your emails. If you signed up or if you're on my email list, you'll you would have received a link so we can we can all chat. I would love to see you and connect with you. And that you are such a great speaker. Honestly, that you're gonna make me tear up. Um that has been through a lot of nervous system work and all of that. That is something that I never thought I would be able to do. I had a stutter for most of my life from Finland from London this is wild hi everyone I had a stutter for most of my life and was went from being a very very loud child uh so I've been told when I was younger also I was very very loud fearless very impulsive but with that came very loud but just through 
um, just growing up, not feeling understood, not understanding myself, my ADHD, my nervous system. Um, I struggled with severe, severe low self-esteem. So if you are familiar, if you've heard my story at all, um, just like, I guess, quick trigger warning to you when it comes to talking about depression and other things, but I struggled with depression for a long time. And when it came like also severe social anxiety, doing any kind of presentation gave me, sent me into a panic, even just talking to a new person one-on-one, um, sent me in a panic. So this is just mind blowing and also just goes to show the power of sensory therapy, learning how to regulate your nervous system to do that inner work. It is worth it. So thank you for that. Thank you. That means so much. Okay. So I'm going to log off here on Instagram. It was so beautiful seeing you all. Um, Hopefully I will see you inside sensory therapy retreat or sensory life Academy, which is open now. And also if you sign up, you get the free sensory superpower subscription box today. And if you have any questions, DM me so we can chat. And I will see you all hopefully very soon. Thank you so much.